day, everyone, and welcome to Community Echoes. Thank you for joining us here. We are this month celebrating Indigenous History Month, and it's not going to be any guests today. It's just Phyllis and I sitting in here, shooting the breeze, and hoping you guys will give us a call, and, uh, you know, we can talk about some stuff as long as it isn't ugly and mean. We're all into having a communication about it. I myself was raised in Victoria from the time I was three until 14, and... Uh, when I moved here, it was a real, real hard change in uh, trying to accept. The uh, way that people are dealt with, it was completely um, foreign to me coming from Victoria. We didn't litter. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have said S-H-I-T if my mouth was full of it. And up here, people just swore like dogs and littered everywhere. And another thing they tended to do was... A lot of them not be so kind to the indigenous of the area. Now, that in itself is just something that we, Phyllis and I are, Phyllis is on with me today, of course, our, my main dude, and uh, we were just kind of talking about that, about the word of how to describe a culture. Um, of people. Of people, yeah. I mean, it, there's been the word indigenous, there's native, there's been aboriginal, there's been uh, Indian. The First word, Nations. First Nations. There's so many descriptions, and some are not well set with some people. I mean, Phyllis was just mentioning, how about you take that over, Phyllis, what you were yeah. mentioning about the uh, older folks. Some people are elders, you know, indigenous they have a hard time saying that. You well, know, I have a hard time saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and these are names that have been put on to us mm-hmm. as a people. Yeah, you know. So what are we? The bottom line is, is we're still people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we're a person. Yes. You know, and and it's so hard to follow what name is politically correct right now, you know. Um, so, and, and that's a good question in itself. Why is it a necessity to be politically correct? Are we so far askew that we uh, can't... Uh, be kind. I mean, there. When you do something uh, within the law or within life, you have a spirit to which you do it and an intent to what you do it. So, some intent is ugly. Some spirit is mean, and and that's what we hope that whole the whole issue of reconciliation and and looking at truth and reconciliation. The key word being truth. We got to be truthful with ourselves as to how, why. Um, we have a lot of built in prejudices and prides and all kinds of things that affect how we communicate, feel, and and uh, deal with these issues. It's it's a difficult one for a lot of folks. And and I say with truth and reconciliation, the first step is for the Native person to be able to tell their life story of what they faced in residential school and and growing up that route and everything else like this. But when a Native person is speaking their story, we need the audience to listen and mark it as the truth. Therefore, that's our first step. Mm -hmm. Reconciliation means that... The non-native population has listened to these stories, marked them as the truth, have said, I'm sorry for your plight. And the native people say, I'm sorry too. Then that way we have a better road of walking down reconciliation. That's right. That's right. And and, and when we we talk about that, reconciliation and truth, there's a lot of things that have to do with um, non-discriminatory issues to do with reconciliation and truth. A lot of us don't even tell ourselves our own truths. So uh, we have stories built up around how we deal with things and the way we think about things. And and uh, until they actually come out of our mouth, we don't even really realize what it is that we have have said. And a lot of times it doesn't come out the way we meant it to be said, whereas I was speaking about spirit and intent of how you're saying things. Um, 
it's very difficult to check our own prides and prejudices. Yes. And the thing is, is that I still face this today, that when I say something in a certain group of people, they think that I'm lying. And they therefore, they don't even give me a chance to provide the proof, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because a, a lot of times um, certain people have to have proof, whether it's written or someone else backing up their story. Yeah, you know, and, that's, and that's to be told throughout the history of time. I mean, um, why are we put in this position where we have to even think about recognizing truth or or accepting what someone else has to say as their own experience? It's a, a deep, deep uh, issue within our own psyches to try and get around these things. Um, talking is... We don't all speak the same language. We don't all think the same thoughts. Yes, and and that's just it. You know, um, why do Native people, why are they called liars? Why is, why is anybody called a liar? Look what happens to a woman when she's assaulted. Yes. Uh, there's there's like and and this is what it is. It's not I'm not going to say it's not just the natives because the uh, atrocities have been too multiple to count. It, it's been unbelievably horrible. But these behaviors go on within our own cultures too, which we are highly ignoring, like the issues to do with RCMP. Uh, you know, overpowering corporate entities who don't look to the humanistic issues rather than the financial fiduciary aspects of of things and human beings. We've allowed um, laws to override us. We've allowed corporations to override the human interest. Um, the, the Really, the origins of what's gone on with the indigenous populations of not only our country, but all countries have been seeking resources, taking lands, robbing people. It's gone on from the history, the beginning of time. The Jewish folks Everybody, indigenous cultures, the Incas, why do they keep setting us up to fight with each other instead of aligning ourselves to understand what the deep-seated issues and problems are to do with? They keep us fighting, and that's the way they manage to keep up their uh, end game. I guess is how they keep call it. The division, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and and that's unfair. You, you know, absolutely, and and you know, um, native people do get educated. Oh well, N- native people do work. Native people do absolutely. pay taxes. And as we we um, we've had a few really good guests on this month. Everybody can always check out our shows. By the way, we uh, do have them as podcasts set up on our website on cfisfm.ca, and uh, we've had guests like James Darren, uh, an Ontario uh, artist and XRCMP Indigenous fellow who actually lived here in Prince George for quite a while. Him and his lovely partner, and they're now living on the island. He developed a game to help us understand um, mm-hmm. what it is that's going on. And and there was an issue to do with a thing in the game that uh, it points out all the different treaties, the treaties that were broken, um, aspects of, of missing and, and uh, missing women and, and other areas. But what it boiled down to was Ontario School Board wouldn't back this because he had a shame card. He had a card that put shame on the churches. And that was part of, they wanted him to get rid of that so that, and he's like, well, that's an intricate part of the game. But that's the only way they would produce it. So I'm, I'm highly looking forward to that being brought out. Well, it was also the sponsor, the one that he was trying to get behind him to make the game so that he could have it for mm-hmm. sale. Mm-hmm. Did not like the idea of the shame cards. Well, that was yeah. the Ontario education system that actually Two. did that as well. Yeah. So, yes. so that was... Um, and then we uh, also spoke about the indigenous contribution during uh, World War One and Two, as well as D Day, because it was D Day, the day that we had that. And our friend George Cavallis was on the show. He is a human rights uh, advocate here in British Columbia, and that was a really wonderful show too. So you can always, you know, kind of set back and check out those podcasts, as well as a lovely lady named Sabina Dennis, who we had on last week. 
was it? It was last week, correct? Yes. Yeah, time's flying and I'm a little <laughs> lost with it here. But, but yeah, she was absolutely amazing. And we went over foraging foods and storage and, and uh, traditional ways of, of food tending. And, and land management. Acts, exactly. And, and, you know, the changes with today's need mm-hmm. for better lumber practices so you spray the forests and it's getting rid of all the berries all the all roots, the animals all there's the animals no food sources for animals and they become poisoned there's a strange disease they can't figure out what's happening to happening to the hooved animals well it's poison <laughs> they're trying to describe this condition that's come across these animals and they're failing to even do studies on whether this is what's happening with them right i mean and we're talking moose elk caribou beaver deer mice the little little mice that the birds rabbits eat, the bugs the rabbits everything is affected by this garbage and we continually allow them to continue to do this and it's because they keep us fighting against each other we've got a thing coming up tomorrow which is totally awesome yes. at the park and it's an awesome day it's uh, the national indigenous people's day Woo-hoo. and it starts at 11 a.m and it goes till 7 p.m at the band shell at the Colette Tene memorial park i'm sorry for my pronunciation i'm even worse with french <laughs> but um yeah we got a, a great great bit of show coming uh there tomorrow um there's going to be some circle drumming uh community drum circle bring your drum everybody they're asking you to bring it down uh it starts at uh, 10 a.m uh traditional welcome and dignitary speeches at 11 the Kashtan drummers at 11 20 11.50, there's the Old Fort Traditional Dancers. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Okay, here we go. Nusade uh, Yo, Children's Drummers. That's going to be great. Fellow named Chubby Cree. Powwow Time, hosted by Kelsey Abrahams at 12.50. And uh, it's a musical show from there on in. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, and the great food. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, you know. artists, arts and crafts, food benders, and, oh, my God, Bazoki's Bannock. Yes. <laughs> I'm just so looking Vivian forward to Bazzocchi's that. Yes. Oh, my God, I just every year it makes me drool. You know, and this is the first one in two years. Yes, yeah. You know, and, and I just feel already the excitement building up in me and mm-hmm. in my family because this is what we do we take the kids we go down we spend the day at the park just walking around and visiting with friends that we haven't seen for such a long time that's right you know? and speaking of kids they've got kids activities as well as an elder's tent so i imagine they'll tie those two together with some storytelling and such right well with the elder's tent i think it's basically to help them get out of the sun or rain if there's going to be rain Mm -hmm. and then you know they usually have cold water and stuff like that for them so then that way they're not overwhelmed with heat and stuff like this and they usually have things inside the elders tent for them to do you know but i think it's more of the social Yes, absolutely. You know, they get to sit there and visit with their friends. And uh, truly, truly, as well as provide an educational opportunity for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, um, we've got a little bit of a good thing going on here today. What we're going to do is we're going to introduce uh, a couple of the acts that are coming on. And the first act that we're going to introduce that's playing today is our own Rick Stavely. And we've got a tune right now. by him called A Lot Like Me. Hope you 
Awesome. That was Rick Stavely. Oh my gosh, just such a great act's coming. And let me run over a few here for you. There we've got uh, 1230, we've got Chubby Cree coming on. 1250 is powwow time, hosted by Kelsey Abraham. 110 is Joel West. 140 is one of my faves, Rainy Gervais Band. And then at 215, we've got the UNHBC Drummers. 240 is Ivan Paquette. 3 p.m. is Aria and Zoe Spooner. And we've got 330 with Simbaz Wilson. The Old Fort Traditional Dancers are on at 415. 445, again, Chubby Cree. And 515, Joel West Band. 6 o'clock, who we just played for you there, Rick Stavely. What a great show he puts on. And another great show coming up is Kim Gucci yeah. is the closing act yeah. at 7 p.m. Or 645, actually. And then after that, there'll be closing remarks. And uh, that'll be the day at the park. Yes. So uh, we've got to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to talk some more about truth and reconciliation. You ever thought to yourself, boy, it'd be nice to have a show that only features pop, rock, a from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the odd time a little bit nearer? Well, you found the place. Saturday evenings, 9 to 11, it's all the map with Jimmy James, and it's the show that does feature pop, rock, a from those decades. There's also the 930 1970s feature track, the 10 o'clock double shot, and to put the wraps on every week's show, the final vinyl feature. So tune in Saturday evenings, 9 to 11. It's all the map with Jimmy James, only here on 930.1 CFIS-FM. 
Join the Prince George Lawn Bowling Club for some enjoyable outdoor activity. The club takes to the lawn at 3rd and Watrous Tuesday mornings at 10, Wednesday evenings at 7, Thursday afternoons at 1, and Sunday afternoons at 2. All you need is a pair of running shoes. Bowls and instruction are provided. For further information, contact Evelyn O'Sullivan by emailing sullypg at shaw.ca. The Prince George Lawn Bowling Club at Watrous Park four times each week. If you're interested in taking an evening life drawing class, you're in luck. Participate in two hours of life drawing on Tuesday nights at Two Rivers Gallery. Bring your favorite art materials and draw from an unclothed model. This group is for amateur and experienced artists, and all skill levels are welcome. Drop-in fee is just $18, open to everyone 18 and older. Full details are available through the gallery. Self-directed life drawing, 7 o'clock Tuesday nights at Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in the Canada Games Plaza. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, a mix of sun and cloud with wind from the southwest at 20K, a 30% chance of showers late this afternoon, a high of 20. Tonight, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. West winds becoming light this evening, a low of 10. On Tuesday, increasing cloudiness, a few showers in the afternoon with wind from the southwest at 20 and a high of 16. Good day. Yes, hello, and we're back here with uh, Community Echoes with Phyllis and Echo talking hello. about hey, talking about tomorrow's National Indigenous Yay. Peoples Day at the park. We're so happy. Yes, it's, it's very exciting. You know, COVID, the pandemic closed everything down, and this is one thing that was closed, and we haven't been able to have it or celebrate it for the last two years unless we did it with our families. You know, mm-hmm. so. So this is very exciting. It sounds like there's a lot of talented people that will be singing and participating in different ways, drumming, dancing, you know, it's just going to be fantastic. And again, you get to see people that you haven't seen throughout the pandemic. That's right. As we did at the car show, at the Father's Day car show the other day, that was absolutely amazing. And this is going to be an even bigger hit, I can tell. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's the biggest show I've ever seen musically and and just the day in general. And I live down by the park and I try to check them out every year. But this just seems like the largest, most well put together show that I have seen for quite a while. Yeah. Kudos to the people who arranged it. And again, something else that has been missing because of the pandemic is Caribou Rocks the <laughs> And I am so excited that it's finally coming back this year, August 5th, 6th, and 7th, yep. because I've had my tickets for three years. And have it, ca- oh my gosh, got refunds and got them back? No, no. <laughs> I bought them even before they announced who was going to be there yep. at the end of the last Caribou Rocks the North. And um, they announced who was coming. And in the spring, everything was canceled. Yep. Yeah, you know that's uh, that's the way she goes, and it had gone for quite a while. It's it's yeah. like really weird, kind of tipping her dipping her toe back in the water of getting out and about yeah. around everybody. You know, it's and like you forget about it, and then all of a sudden you remember COVID again, and, and it's it's yes. uh, in and out, in and out. And, and when I bought the tickets, they were for one hundred and forty five. So for two tickets, it cost me 320 Now, a friend of mine from up north, she heard that they were going to have it, so I went and bought her two weekend passes. Oh, my goodness, right on. Yes, 396 Oh, my gosh. And then I heard that after Father's Day that they're upping the price again. Oh, my gosh. So, people, if you want to go for a fantastic weekend, you better run in and get your tickets. Yeah, they are limited, I think, yeah. 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 So many people can get into well, that little cage three area. day passes. Yeah, you know, um, there's a limited amount of those, but you can have the day pass. Mm-hmm. Do you know how stuff. much the day passes are? Have you heard? No, I haven't. Because I want to hit Sunday. That's the only thing. And speaking of awesome concerts, and back to the in- Indigenous uh, History Month. Oh theory, yes. There is a Two Rivers Remix Society concert happening, a three-day fest of contemporary Indigenous music and culture. They are doing, as we did with Cold Snap, a live streaming as well as in-person concerts. And that is coming between July 8th and July 10th. We're talking Snotty Nose Red Res Kids, Digging Roots, Kinney Star, Logan Stats, 
William Prince, Leela mm-hmm. Gilday, and DJ Shub, man. It's going to be a rockin' hot and show. And this? it's in Cash Creek. Yeah. Perfect distance to drive for a, a festival. And it'll be warm. Cash Creek is always a friendly little place to go to. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they've got uh, they've got something called Movable Feast there. So I would suspect that they're going to have some good, good food. fun and food. Yes, food. Absolutely. You know, and plenty of it. And that is at the um, oh, so Swetson when Cash Creek Park is what it's called. And it's at 1500 Quartz Road. And that's the 8th to the 10th of July, a three-day music festival. More education and hanging out and uh, just warming up and shaking off that coldness and all the misinformation and disinformation that people have... Uh, uh, I don't see a website here, Alan. Alan's going website, website. But it is the Two Rivers Remix Society. It's virtual. Oh, I see a thing. Virtualfest.ca. That's how you would get onto the virtual end of it. What a great way for festivals. COVID was, you know, such a curse, but a blessing at the same time to make us realize so many things about our systems and the way of doing things that we uh, we didn't quite realize before, you know. Yeah. So that's a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and that's just it. You know, it, we have lost so much. And what else is coming back this summer, which is another woot, 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 Kamloopa. Oh, yeah. 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 I am going to be gone from July 28th to August 1st. It starts July 29th and runs the weekend. And, um... I'm staying down there a day before and a day after just to avoid all the traffic because there's going to be so many people traveling down there. Oh, absolutely. You know, and another thing that has been closed because of the pandemic. And this is such a spiritual cleansing and healing type of weekend that, you know, um, you can just go there and and uplift your life if you're feeling down in the dumps and everything else. Let those drums beat in new life into your whole body and spirit, and mm-hmm. you just come back a completely new person. You got a very good attitude. I Absolutely. Guess. I mean, and, and the, the, the those practices are just so amazing to have. I mean. Um, Western cultures, they have Christmas and the shopping gods and, you know, just things that really suck the life out of us rather than putting the life back in us. I mean, for some people, Christmas does, you know, but a lot of folks have a lot of trouble with that time of year. And and, and uh, other, other things, too. I mean, there's people who have uh, not a specific religion in their their life i mean there's what do you do we don't have those great things to tie us together that the indigenous culture seem to have carried through the years and i remember growing up my mom used to start getting ready for christmas in October, mm-hmm. doing her baking and freezing it, doing her knitting because we got a lot of knitted stuff, socks, toques, scarves, mitts that used to last us for years, you know, because of the homemade quality. And it brought us all together, you know. And now Christmas is so commercialized. Mm-hmm. You Valentine's know? Day, Mother's yes, Day, all everything. of those certain things, they just seem to all turn back to the almighty dollar. And and when Which I was growing sad. up as a child, all these gifts for these holidays were all handmade. Mm-hmm. I know? had lots of handmade gifts too, but I was, you know, one of those kids that was like, uh you know, and and that's really a shame that I I wasn't have didn't have anybody to point out to me that such a wonderful thing to have a handmade gift, and and that always kind of struck me as a child. I you know like I went back to earlier talking about being raised in Victoria and and just not understanding the prejudices and the the way of thinking that allowed people to uh, to just be diminished other cultures it just wasn't happening there it, it wasn't practiced all of the natives in, on the island and coast seem to be quite well um, 
quite well looked after. No one spoke down to them or treated them or called them um, what they did here. I think because people were more... I don't know if it's educated or just... Acceptable. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there, it just wasn't done down on the coast. It seemed to be got away with a lot more badly and harshly up here with the downgrading of the different cultures. And and uh, and then not only that, but putting it on them, that, we, that, that uh, white wasp culture was throwing these... Um, just random prejudices towards them. I walked into a pub the other day. Where are we at for time here? Do I have a little bit of a story to tell? Yeah, I can tell the story. We got time here. Um, yeah. And I walked in there, and this fellow coughs up a line that floored me. And not only did it floor me, it literally could have perhaps ended a friendship between me and another one of my best friends here. This fellow walks in and goes, can you believe it? They're changing the name of O'Grady Road because some native, I think he said Indian, shot a bear up there. And then he went on to harass this other woman in there who was native about this. And I just looked at the guy and he did not expect this. I said, what are you talking about? Are you stupid? Like I out and outright called this guy. I said, that is not what happened at all. And I hope everybody understands that uh, these silly premises of why things happen like that um, indigenous don't pay taxes and that uh, blah, 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 sure, they have benefits, and so they should. Uh, O'Grady Road is being changed because of the issues to do with the Catholic Church and the disrespect that it has... Um, it, it carries with it the weight of what happened in town here to do with that. So people need to be a little kinder and gentler when, when uh, dealing with these issues and think them out a little bit out of their small minds and open up your big mind, close and your small mind. They had changed the name um, to O'Grady Roads. Um, back in 1989, prior to knowledge of, of um, the residential, yes, uh, the, the, the the mass graves well, that have been found. Well, it used to be known as the College Road, right? Right. And they've changed it, and and yes, they, you know, um, changed it for Bishop O'Grady, who was the principal of the residential school there, and. I quite like the idea, but um, there is an issue about people living there and businesses and how much it's going to take for them. So why can't we rename it a native name that they want and slash O'Grady? So then there's no issues. And after a certain amount of years, we can drop O'Grady. You know, um, but we need to make that first step and, and I'm not saying that we should be doing this all, all, all the time, but let, let's acknowledge this because there is horrific stories coming out Absolutely. about the residential schools. And I'm not saying it had anything to do with Bishop O'Grady, but it's, the residential schools. Yes, and the connotations of, of the uh, yes dealing with it. Well, we've got uh, another great thing coming up here as we're heading into Indigenous Day. We're uh, going to be playing you some of the acts that are coming on tomorrow onto the stage at the park. And we've got Simbaz Wilson coming up right now with her tune, Spring.
a brand new day and my eyes are still closed. My eyes finally open when the sun finally shows. The skies fluffy clouds explode where they stay in the ground. Outdoors are full of no old decay. Trees, the streets clean and a few singing birds. Some sounds past my hearing and traveling hurts. I walk through the door for a pinch of warm air. The wind shifting and weaving through all of my hair. I take another step closer to my destination. The air getting me into a better relation. I know you think I'm weak. But baby, you were wrong Cause I'm standing there so very tall and so very strong Trees burst with cream and a few singing birds Home sounds past my hearing and traveling hurts I walk through the toy for a pinch of warm air The wind shifting and weaving through all of my hair It's spring, oh, oh it's spring Oh, it's spring. Oh, oh, it's spring. Oh, oh, oh it's spring. Versus green and a few singing birds. Some sounds past my hearing and traveling hurts. I walk through the dark for a pinch of warm air. The wind shifting and weaving through all of my hair. It's spring. Wow. That Fantastic. was unreal. Very awesome. That lady will be taking the stage approximately if everything's running smoothly tomorrow at 3.30. That was Symbiaz Wilson. Yeah. Wow. What very a, talented. Very talented, as is all of the talent tomorrow. It's amazing. And, folks, it's free. This is one of the festivals, which is so amazing, that really is a great bargain. And they have food. <laughs> food. And food. Lots of food and bannock. and oh, food. And drumming and dancing. It's going to be a great time. And... Uh, Arts and crafts. You and bet. Wares and, you know, it's just going to be fantastic to see a lot of people. Come on, weather. Hold out for us. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with more uh, Indigenous Month on Community Echoes. Minds in Motion is a fitness and social program provided for people experiencing early symptoms of dementia and their care partners. Each fitness session is followed by social time, an opportunity to connect with others living with dementia. An in-person series is available in Prince George on Tuesday mornings through the end of June at the YMCA of Northern BC. To register or for more information, contact the Prince George Resource Center at 250-564-7533 or email info.princegeorge at alzheimerbc.org. Learn the key to engaging the right fit for your board with Vantage Point's Board Fundamentals, Succession and Recruitment, July 21st. In this three-hour evening workshop, you'll move beyond recruiting the average applicant by creating a strategic framework to identify, recruit, and develop the talents of board members. Registration cost and full details are available through the calendar link under training at thevantagepoint.ca. Board Fundamentals, Succession and Recruitment, July 21st from 5.30 to 8.30 through thevantagepoint.ca. The North Central Seniors Association has a full slate of activities this month. Tai Chi, pool, yoga, photo club and cards. The association will also host a birthday social with live music. Based out of the basement of College Heights Baptist Church at the corner of Demano Boulevard and Moriarty Crescent, the North Central Seniors Association will be closing for the summer at the end of the month. For more information, visit their website, ncsapg.bravehost.com. Forecast from Environment Canada for today and 
mix of sun and cloud with wind from the southwest to 20K, a 30% chance of showers late this afternoon, a high of 20. Tonight, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. West winds becoming light this evening, a low of 10. On Tuesday, increasing cloudiness, a few showers in the afternoon with wind from the southwest to 20 and a high of 16. So, yeah, tomorrow... It is Indigenous Day at the park. Just can't wait. It's going to be a good time. You know, everyone's been looking forward to this. You know, we can finally go out and gather and and uh, eat and uh, see people and talk and eat uh, great food, you know. And then, you know, we have the arts and the crafts and, and other people that we haven't seen and then have some more food and, you know, dance and listen to the music and eat some more just in case we didn't make it to all the food places, you know. And this whole festival, not costing any to get in, just yes. makes it even just better that we need more food. Yes. Such an amazing act. Oh my goodness. Eat and be merry. That's you right. Know? That's and, right. And, and sulk in, su- suck in a bit of the culture. Absorb the culture and and enjoy the the music. The music and, uh, you know, be a little open-minded. Uh, just I know everybody out there isn't uh, in a loving loving mood towards a lot of things that are happening right now, but you just you got to open the mind a little bit, uh, and and that goes for both sides of the street too. So yes, so we've got uh, you know it's not one way or the other. Everybody has their prejudices, and everybody has their uh, egos and and their beliefs, and uh, just asking you to have a little compassion as you're thinking and and doing these things and a little equanimity to go with all of your thoughts uh, when it comes to dealing with issues of prejudice, racism. Um, I myself didn't show it very well flying off the handle yesterday, but I feel so consistently and ongoingly in a position that I feel I need to defend Idiocy or non-idiocy, I guess I should say, uh, defend people and cultures against a closed-minded idiocy. It's 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 very difficult. Yes, it is. You know, and and the thing is, is is that we're all human, and we've all had our problems, but that yes. doesn't give us the right to disacknowledge disinformation or disavow someone else's experience opinion or life unless it's a harmful and you know you hear that oh you know just go out and enjoy life be happy do whatever makes you happy well i say that but except for the fact of the people who are unkind who are uh aberrantly poorly behaved who uh, anybody who has a penchant to hurt someone else, do not go out and do what makes you happy. And and don't pass judgment so freely because of what a person looks like or what they're wearing or, or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. There is a story behind that person, you know. And we need to be respectful of our neighbors, of our people that we meet in the street and everything else like this. And and not all people are all the same, you know. Yeah. Like we, we need to... Except a person by person. That's right. And if nothing else, this pandemic has taught us uh, what it's like to have our daily uh, going abouts and what we do on a regular basis taken away from us. Look at all the people that freaked out because they had to wear a mask. <laughs> they were so upset. And yet those people, some of those people are the same people who sit and spit and disavow and disinformation and look down upon uh, people of other cultures. Now, that is something that we all need to be aware of, armed against, and actually call people on. And, and like, you know, this group of people who, um, about the vaccine, you know, that they can't be forced. Well, when I got my shots, I'd never seen Imagine having your in. children forced out of your home. Yes. Forced to stop taking their languages. Forced into work communities. Forced by way of beating their hands with rulers. I used to 
work at the Croft for a lovely man named Glenn, and I remember a lot of the indigenous owners used to come in there, or elders, sorry, not owners, indigenous elders. And they would, you know, hand their money over, and they didn't all drink. Lots of them came in and drank pop and hung out. And, you know, there wasn't a horrible, it was actually one of the nicest places to go to. It was the best-kept secret in town when it was (laughs) owned by Glenn back then for all the waitresses and people about town. They had uh, great music shows all day long. It was nothing what people perceived it to be. And uh, it, it was just heartbreaking to me that, I said, Glenn, why are their knuckles? What's what's wrong with their hands? Thinking, you know, it was a dietary thing or something. And he said that when they spoke their language, that the nuns and the priests and the teachers would literally strap them across their hands with uh, rulers, wooden rulers and yardsticks. Yardsticks, exactly. And that is, I must say, the least of the abuses that went on and I have um, heard stories and they aren't stories, they are actual truths of what has happened within this Uh, Jennifer Pagan is another wonderful one who puts out great works of art that are quite uh, flabbergasting, James Darren is another one who puts out some pretty ugly stuff that makes us really look at the ugliness of it all and how ugly you look when you're uh, diminishing another person's culture or race. It's its very terrible. Well, the thing is, too, is that um, let's bring it forward. It's like um, you're letting your child is going to the first day of school at the age of five or six. Now imagine that you see your child when they're 18, 19 years old and they're finished their education. And you, ha- and you don't get to see that child from the age of five or six until they're finished their school at the age of 16, 17, 18. If they came home. Yes, if they were able to survive and come home to you. And and they're completely different other person because you haven't been able to put your input on raising that child. And you think about that when you're denying the fact of wearing a mask that you were asked to do that. And and yet they had no choice at all but to have this compelled upon them. Yes, and that's just this. With vaccines, same thing. Everyone had a choice. Masks, it was the same thing. Until it became mandatory because the COVID was spreading so wickedly, you know. And, yeah, it was mandatory. You couldn't go into stores. But, you know, we kept our numbers down here. And, and that was what they were trying to do is stop and the spread. And we did it successfully. So yes. uh, kudos to all of us. We did really well. Yes. And even the folks who did join the convoy and such, there is such a mixed bag of reasons why people did that. Um, some were vaccinations, some were just basic Nazis. I would suspect, you know, there were a few in there, even though the majority of them weren't. Um, all those people that demanded their rights and went there and said they were fighting for their rights, examine the rights that were taken away by colonialism and industrialists throughout time and, and have a really good look at that and examine what rights are we actually asking for and are we willing to share them equally with every other human being that should be having them shared with? And the answer is no, we're not. And and right now there's a war in Ukraine brought in by the Russians. So... Where's our freedom it, you know, I heard an, I heard a really interesting uh, concept on that take, and it was kind of um, uh, just an observation through a uh, news story. And and uh, Putin is claiming that he is invading Russia because they have a lot of Ukraine. Nazi. Or sorry, the U- Russia is invading Ukraine because of the amount of Nazism. Because he's a real anti-Nazi guy, right? Yeah, and uh-huh. and apparently. Uh, for some reason, there is a fairly strong amount within the Ukraine. And, and that's one reason he's using, using right now to try and subject them. So, you know, there's so many side stories and so many reasons why these wars and things go on and, and, uh, how industrialists as well as colonialists and 
governments and uh, malformed laws manage to uh, manipulate us, and those are where we need to be spending our energies in, and, in evolving human rights. And the leader of above Ukraine corporate rights is Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know? the one. And so, so like we're, we're, um, we're stuck in this wacky, wacky world. And thank God we have the Indigenous, National Indigenous Peoples Day tomorrow at the park. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, you know, and, and this is what I mean, you know, it's, we see this horror of Russia invading Ukraine. And yes, you know, that's horrific. You know, but we we have our own stories in our closets that need to be exposed. Mm-hmm. And this is the treatment of the Native people because the federal government many, many years back decided that they had to put Native children into residential schools to get the savage mm-hmm. out of them, mm-hmm. you know, and and they took away their culture, their traditions, their family, yeah. their innocence. <clears throat> it's pretty crazy. And if you want an interesting depiction of, of that, what uh, Phyllis is talking about from a way far back period of time, there's a show on Netflix called Taboo, and it's about the Nootka sound. It is a very, very interesting portrayal and a realistic look of the way things really developed and uh, how how life was back in those days when we were uh, developing as a nation. And thank goodness we're Canada, not America, is all I can say in, yes. in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways for sure. You know, and, and that's just it. You know, we celebrate every tradition here in Canada because we have many communities. You know, we have the Ukraines, we... Ukrainians, we have uh, everything. We East have Indians, everything. Absolutely. You know, and, and we all acknowledge them. And so, prejudice just does not come in the form of, uh, I mean, some people are prejudiced to like a blonde Barbie doll type, you know. Women are prejudiced to a blonde Barbie doll type. Yeah. Men are prejudiced to uh, um, an effeminate man, uh, you know, and, and, Goes on and on, and, and truth doesn't mean just being a jerk and saying whatever ignorant thing comes to your mind. Truth is to tell the truth, and with that, we're going to we're going to end our, our yeah, show today. Well, I think we're going to have a sign up after it as a sign off after it as well. But we've got the mainline act coming on, and that's uh, so we are. Or we aren't going to sign off after. We are. We are okay. signing so off. So now we've got uh, the headliner of tomorrow's act, or the finishing act, Miss Kim Gucci. Yes. With her tune, For the People. Yes. And, you know, we're, we're going to see you guys next week. 